I'm Ange. I walk the shamanic path and I have the best fucking job in the world. Every day I get to tell you I love you. Don't fucking text them. And I get to help people with their relationships um, using ancient wisdom from my extensive studies in shamanism. So I am along this path. I've been lucky enough to find a lot of spiritual friends and I have some not spiritual friends, but they're all funny and they're all beautiful. And in this podcast, we're going to talk about relationships and the things that that we deal with in them. We're going to dissect the twin flame trend and just talk about soul ties and healing in general. So I love you. And of course, like I said before, don't fucking text them. Work on your own shit. You, you are the problem. I'm sorry. You're also the solution. I love you. This week we're interviewing one of my friends that I've known for almost 20 years that makes me feel so old but she's also gone through a healing journey as she ended a long-term relationship and then got back out in the dating pool um, and just sharing a really universal story that so many of us go through of thinking someone's our person and then finding out maybe they aren't or they weren't ready to show up for the relationship they were they first signed up for so um and then just a lot of other anecdotal and stories i love you enjoy i'll just leave it here's the thing i cannot i have to make sure that i change this back before i log into work <laughs> i love that i want you to get on for work zoom and have the northern lights and have it just say like healing woman oh good you made it a dot that yeah. was funny it's uh, it's like a jerk the whole point is is that i wanted to talk to you for two reasons first of all i love you and i just miss you so any excuse to see your face is i'll take it yes and second um i just you've been through the ringer and like i the one thing i learned trisha in I have always been like, nobody wants to listen to my stupid stories, but right. in doing this, like yeah. the number, of, even if it's just like one person, it's like, I heard your story and just, it resonated so much. And I felt like if you're do it, dealing with it, then I can too. And like, it, for some reason, sharing stories helps people. And the, I will be the first to admit, I was just talking about this on live. I am the, I like, I would say half my clients are, um, are girls dating girls. And I've had a couple same-sex people on the podcast to talk about relationships but I normally don't because I'm boy crazy so like I talk about what I know and like I just feel like I sometimes go heavy on that so while the stories are honestly the same like it's not that different with your dating guys or girls I've seen everyone you needed a lesbian you needed a I, lesbian I needed a lesbian I specifically a U-Haul lesbian to teach other am, am I giving lesbians. you street cred right now I'm giving Thank you street you. cred I am street cred I love it no U-Haul check rebound check dating <laughs> horror stories check let's go <laughs> we thought, but when we were best friends back in the day we were man eaters together <laughs> well that was yep earlier in life earlier in life absolutely. i know that was our backstory when i've we like deleted that out from my life and now that i'm back in the dating world i'm like i can't even like look at dudes like i'm totally just like right I need the soft edges gross <laughs> 
so that's so funny like it's it's just funny to me because i knew you at both times like it all makes sense now but like it's it's funny to look back and be like what was i even thinking right yeah well i wasn't thinking and i was drinking and i was living my best what we thought at the time was our best life and it was real it was bad not. it was really bad weren't you like engaged to a frenchman to a what <laughs> a frenchman um british, <laughs> british. okay <laughs> in my memory you were it was a frenchman yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely was uh, short-lived, but that happened. I had a it lot was... of long, long-term relationships, yeah. like four years, four years, and some ones I regret married, like, bad, you know? like <gasps> I forgot old. about that. Oh, my gosh. But look, looking back, wouldn't you yeah. say that was your own emotional inavailability because you didn't really want to probably be with guys or be at the time, like no. Like, like at the time, I really don't think it had anything to do with that. Like I just, I never really explored it, you know. And yeah. then, like one day, I literally fell in love with a woman, and it wasn't like I wasn't, I didn't feel at the time I wasn't allowing myself. But like looking back, I'm just like, I just never thought it would happen, you know. It's mm. kind of like, so I don't have this like I held it back my whole life. You no, know? Like, it it wasn't that. And then I fell in love with a woman, and then I was like, oh shit, I gotta like, what's happening now? And I gotta I know. address this. So as an well, adult, and we were relatively young. I mean, I think I even tell people too when they're still people be like, well, are you sure you're not into girls? I'm like, yeah, sadly, yeah, because I, we were very lucky to be in roller derby because anybody who was gay and either was in denial or didn't know or anything like found out there i just feel like people or they found out they were demi or they found out they were bi but yep. like everyone figured out where they were on the spectrum yeah because it was such a safe place to be whatever yeah. you want to be yep, absolutely thank god and some of the best people in our lives you know and yeah and I think what I struggled with too, while I was in that long-term relationship with the woman, like I was like, well, I'm bi because I had been with men before this. Oh. So I have to identify as bi. And like, now I'm like, nope, nope. I'm like, I don't, I'm not, I don't want the dudes. <laughs> okay. Wait, question for you about this. Cause I was just talking to one of my clients about this. Um, she was like, I don't want to start dating. She's like, I have a hard time finding girls I like because and she's still in her 20s she's like I don't like being a lesbian to be my whole identity I just am a person that happens to be a, a, attracted to girls but she was saying that I think she where she lived it was a more urban setting but she was yeah. like so many gay people are so attached to their identity of it and I was thinking you would like my friend Trisha because I feel like you're the same way where it's just like that's like the least interesting thing about you right Absolutely. And I think, I mean, for me, I mean, I can't speak for anybody else, but for me, it's like, I, it doesn't define me. I had a lot of pressure on myself because I thought I, I, I did. I thought I had to like pick one and what am I, you know? And it's like, you don't, you know, yeah. and I can say right now in my life, I know that I want to be with a woman and that's it. You know what I mean? And so I'm like, you know, I'm a lesbian, <laughs> like here yeah. I am. That's what I want, you know? And, but there was definitely points. And like I said, with my long-term partner, yeah. I thought I had to say I was bi. I had to be like, I'm bi because I was with all these dudes and now I'm with her. And like, I yeah. put pressure on myself to have to identify that way. But I'm like, now that I'm away from that relationship, I'm like, oh God, okay. You know? Yeah. Well, I think especially because in that circle, there were so many hardcore girls that were only with girls that it was like, yeah. 
Oh yeah, so, there's definitely that like you're not gay enough, you're not lesbian enough, yeah. all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, okay, whatever, you know. But it's <laughs> yeah, there is definitely that part of it. And I'm like not like butchy, you know, or masculine. No. Like I, I mean, I wear hoodies. I like to wear comfies, but like so I also I. like yeah. to throw on some heels and wear a dress, and you know, and all that yeah. stuff. So it's like I struggled with that. I didn't fit into that like the real gay bucket, you know, that, that society tells you, you know, but now I'm older yeah. and it's all like, oh, you can really be whoever the fuck you want to be. But is that now that you're dating again, are you finding that where like some people are really still wrapped up in the identity of it? Or is it like at our age, more people are just like, whatever. Yeah. I think the older you are, they're not, you know, like I've been yeah. on a few dates and it's not even, it's just like, oh, what's your coming out story? Oh, what, you know, it's, it's not, it's not, I don't think like it would have been 15, 20 years ago, you know? Yeah, I suppose. I think for you, it was just more just like the, oh, I have to tell everyone this is a decision. I I was uniquely impacted by your coming out only because <laughs> I was best friends with both of you and yep. you guys were secret squirrels about the dating because yeah. you were in You knew it was same- happening. You knew it was happening. I knew that you guys, I honestly, you know how naive I am. I thought that you guys were just really friendly. And then everyone was telling me and I'm like, no, I would have been one of the first people to know. And then, but I think you guys just figured I knew, but I literally am in my own dumb little world. But then it was cool because it was like, oh, well, good. We'll all just live together. That's. Yeah. I had moved in before we were dating because I remember I I was with, I was living with, (gasps) not saying her name, crazy. Yeah. And she was Wait. embezzling from the same place we worked at. And I was, and the, the GM's like, you know what's going on. And I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. I forgot I about that. Her. I got to get my dog and my shit out. And then my- Moved you really fast. Yeah. And then did I move in upstairs before or after that? I think after. There's another yeah. roller derby girl living up there before that. Um, you were after. So I had been yeah. in there. And then- you know, it literally was like, oh, we're flirty. Everything's great. And then it was like, oh, wait, something went a little further than that one night. And then we started dating and it took a while, like for me to like figure out what was happening tell my parents, you know, and there's some hardship with that, but it's, I look back and I'm, I'm thankful for all of it, you know? Yeah. And then, okay. So this is the part where it's like, I think this is the the universal part that I've noticed I experienced and everyone else experienced that for those of us that were like in a long-term relationship for 10, 15 years with someone, and then it ends for whatever, whatever the reason it ends for, you go through your own little healing thing. And then when you decide, fuck it, I'm ready to date again. I feel like, I don't know if you feel the same way, but I just felt like I was woefully unprepared to deal with like what, the single people were like now I think we both know but like yeah I just expected people to want commitment like my partner did and be like oh we just I thought everyone was like me that like oh we want a relationship we just found the wrong person so we'll just go find the right person and oh there's all these people that want relationships on dating apps let's see but then like most of them are there because they're avoidant or broken or not not, we all are okay I'm not shitting on anyone but like (laughs) I think it's really, I wasn't ready for the people who said they wanted relationships, but then ended up not wanting relationships. Yeah, yeah I had, I had one of those. Um, but yeah, I think you're, nothing can prepare you for it. You know, in hindsight, I look back, I jumped in probably too fast, you know, and uh, right coming out of the long-term relationship, but everything felt great and it felt right. I know. And, and so I'm like, I'm going to go with it. I'm taking down my walls and I'm going to share me. You have all of me, la, 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 you know, and then. <laughs> 
it for whatever reason it ended you know and that was like a lot of old feelings came back from the first long-term relationship and I had to like you know I'm still figuring it out to be honest and I think I just you know I just it's it's all part of this journey and I hate saying that but like I have to go through this I have to go through this I I have to experience this shit because like that's the only way I'm gonna know how to move forward in the next relationship you know so I do I don't know it's I'm at the point though now where I'm like okay, I can feel myself truly healing now. I can feel myself transforming. You know, like I have highs that are just like these amazing highs. A great song comes on or something stupid, you know? And you can feel it. You're into it. You're at the gym. But then I'll have other days like this last weekend was just shit. It was absolutely shit. And I was sad and all that kind of stuff. But I'm like, and then you have a good day, you know? So I think it just like, I feel like I have to keep going through this and I have to throw myself out there. You know, it's terrifying. Like the dating world is freaking, as you know, is like uh, <laughs> I'm. I know. Can I like, tell you about the last one. Oh my god! Can you tell me? Can I hear about it? Wait, yeah, was I that can. the one that you ended up like saying no, thank you, and then she tried to t- talk you into it, or there was another one after that? There was another one after that. <laughs> okay, tell me. I know. I don't. I'm like. I'm not, I don't really tell a lot of people, but I'm like, oh, okay. It was. It was just like. Like nobody out. listens to this, Trisha. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> no. went out. We we went out. And of course we went for a drink and like very hesitant online, just being kind of like, 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 I'm not sure if I'm ready. And I'm like, Hey, fine. Like, we don't have to do anything. Like if you're ready down the road, let's, we'll figure it out. It doesn't have to be weird. And she was a very like awkward person and like socially, you know, I'm like, I got you. I'll carry the conversation. We're going to have fun. It's going to be weird for a minute. Then we're going to be fine. Yeah. And so had a great time. Went to like all, you know, a few bars kind of popped around in and out of a few of them and surprised a friend that I just walked in with this woman and she's like, are you on a date? I'm like, oh. <laughs> that was kind of fun. But, um, so I, but then like text at the end of the night, went our separate ways, great time, next day, a couple texts and then day later, gone, vanished, yeah. dating app, blocked, nothing. And I'm like, she's not ready, you know, yeah. but I'm like, I'm not like I'm in a better spot where I'm not like falling in love with the first person that you right. know I go out with, but I was just kind of like, okay, she's not ready. And I'm like, next. It does get easier. Like, I feel like I used to think everybody was potentially the person I was going to yeah. replace my other partner with. Terrible? What the no, fuck? it. I think it's normal. I, for me, and I think you're in the same boat. I like being married. I love being married. I love be, having yeah. like a dogs and a kid with someone and like I sharing. Share my life with someone. Absolutely. Yeah, I want to go sit on on a boat at night and have a cocktail with someone or whatever. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah. um, I like having the person to just text and say what's going on. Yeah. And, you want to share your life with someone? Absolutely. So I, th- I think it's really easy for me to jump right into that routine especially because even though my ex and I were on again off again for like 13 years we co-parented together so we still like I just was used to having a best friend yeah and that you just happen to also like sleeping with right so like I think it was just like um but I've had to slow my roll because I've had so many boyfriends now since that split (laughs) (laughs) like more than I've dated more now than I ever did in our 20s like yeah, but but now I'm like, okay, I know what I want. I know what I don't want. I know yeah. exactly what I want. And so there's fewer potential people because I know what I want. Yeah. And then also just like if someone doesn't communicate and want the same partnership things, like for me, 
And sometimes you don't know for a while. Like, my last boyfriend was almost three months. And then out of nowhere, it was like, I just can't commit. And it's like, I never even asked him why. Because I'm at a point in my life where I'm just believing people when they tell me. And I'm saying, okay, like, that's, I'm sad. But thank you for telling me. And then, you know, I still, I think I still haven't been ready to date since him. And that we broke up on Christmas. And it was only two and a half months. But it's just like, I think once you get, like, the plan in your head about a life with someone and what it's going to be like. It's kind of just a bummer. Yeah. And that was, that was the one that I did tell you about. Like I ended it before it even started. Like she she was wonderful. I met her out. We hit it off. Like she's made it very clear boundaries. Like I'm not moving fast. I don't, you know, taking it slow. I have kids and I'm like, great, great. That's what I want too. I thought I did. I meet her. It's wonderful. And then I'm like, wait, I'm not going to be able to know how to go slow. Like I, I can't, like, I don't know how to do this. And I'm like, sorry. You know, and she's just like, wait, I thought we were on the same page. I thought we yeah. both like wanted to go slow. I know I should go slow. Like, yeah. I know that that's the only way it's going to work with where I'm at right now. But I'm like, I don't know how to do that. I am I terrified know. of that. And so I'm like, peace out, you know, and like, what I don't, am I doing? why did I do that? Like, she was I don't, great. I feel like, I don't know if it makes a difference, honestly, because I've had boyfriends that wanted me to be their girlfriend on the first date and I met their family like the third date and like, you know, we uh, met kids soon, like, and that, those were great relationships and then that, you know, broke up with me out of the blue for no reason a month later and it's like, okay, well, I really did guess I didn't, you could say I didn't know him, but we also spent every day together, like practically right. living together for, so it's like, you do know them. Um, yeah. It's, that's yep. what's so confusing. And then the other, like the last two, I took it slow. I let them set the pace. I, but I yep. always have the talk. For me personally, it's just my own thing. Like I think I told you this via text. I'm not going to be sexual with someone unless I have sexual exclusivity because that's just a safety yeah, I love that. factor for me. And But the both guys I was talking to were on board with that. So like, um, and I think that those still, you know, three that that's even like th- i wasted three whole months for yeah. you to be like i'm not ready to commit when i was like we were committed what are you not i think he meant like not introducing friends or family which i still think is weird like yeah but there's some people that compartmentalize like i think it's good to know those things up front like yeah. for take it slow if we're like we're not going to talk about about getting married or moving in together until we take six months to get to know each other, but we're still going to spend a lot of time together and you meet yeah. each other's friends and stuff. Yeah. That's fine. That's still slow. Yeah. I have to get better at that. Like that part, like being like, like saying like, listen, you know what I mean? Like, like my value, my worth, like I need to protect myself and my heart and all this stuff. So like, yeah. we're going to go slow. And I just like, if it feels good for me and the energy's there, I want all of it. I want it now. I want it fast. And, like, yeah. I have to, like, figure out how to not do that. Like, that's what I need to figure out how to do. Because I'm, like, I can't get hurt again, you know? But I'm, like, but at the same time, I know, like, I'll I'll jump all in. at the, You know what I mean? If it feels yeah. right. And I'm just, like, and I don't want to shut down. I don't want to be, like, I don't want to love again. Like, I don't want to do that, you know? Like, I know. I'm, like... But then I'm like, I'm going to keep throwing myself out there. Same. We're lover girls. I know. Don't be the U-Haul lesbian. Don't bring the truck with you on the first day. Hey, I'm buying a house. Like, I am like, I'm like, that's going to force my ass to be like, you're not U-Hauling it. You're buying a house and it's your house. So that's what I'm telling myself. I love that. Are you buying? 
What? What have you been? Have you been renting or you? So what have you? I oh God, yes. Renting? So like from when my ex and I split, coming up on a year, so we sold that house, everything, um, yeah. and then I've been living in the lower of a duplex, which is like really hard. You know, yeah. we had the woods, we had the orchard, yeah. the prairie, the homestead. You know, and. And the dogs running and just like, and now I'm like in the middle of the city, which I'm glad it's there. I can walk to everything. My friends are here. Um, But like, I'm like, I can't go outside and, you know, do lesbian things in the backyard. Like I can't like, so I'm just sitting in here and I work from home. So I'm like, and I'm getting better. I'm going out to the coffee shop. Like I'm getting out of the house. I'm working out. I'm walking my dog like crazy. Like that's where I'm focusing my energy because I'm like, you know what? Focus your energy on that. That's all healthy, good stuff. Like, yes, going to keep you busy. Focus on that. I couldn't always do that, but that's where I am right now. Did I tell, um, did I tell you what I tell my clients? I always say like, when you can't stop thinking about that person you miss and stuff, every time you think about them, get up and treat yourself like a little toddler or puppy that you're taking care of. Like, okay, Angela, what do you need? Do you want to go get some fruit to eat? Angela, should we go for a walk? Should we go take a bath? Like literally take care of yourself like a little baby or a puppy. And it just, it becomes habit after a while to take care of yourself instead of pining after them. Yeah. But it takes, it's a practice. So like you're doing the right stuff. It is. I mean, and it took, it took like, you know, my recent like it took like probably up until a couple of weeks ago that I started feeling alive again. You know, like the whole month of January was terrible for me. And it was like, I couldn't do that. I couldn't stop thinking it, but then, you know, therapy, like big, big mm-hmm. fan of that. And I yeah. finally have an amazing therapist and Good. she's just like, let yourself sit in that. I'm like, I know, but sometimes it gets a little too long. She's like, that's okay. You know, mm-hmm. you just have to go through it. And there's, there's no magic formula. There's no nothing else. You like, you just gotta, like, go through it. Yeah. And when you can do those little things, like you just said, like I do it, you know? And now I'm like, I give myself like a minute. And then if I, if it starts building up, I do some breathing exercises and then yes. I'm like, dog, we're going for a walk, you know? And Outside. Yeah. Yep. And now that like winter here is like not as awful as it normally is in February. That's helped. I'm very thankful for that. I've been walking yeah. down by the lake for like, like almost every other day, if yeah. not every day. And I'm like, yeah oh my gosh, this is saving my soul right now, the water, you know? And I'm like, I'm like the total weirdo. I look up at the sun and my arms are out and I'm like, I'm taking it in, you know? So Same, same. But it does, like from a spiritual um, component, that's what all of the shaman I've studied and understand to do too. Like get outside, let the earth ground you, walk around barefoot if it's weather appropriate, you know, like swimming or even being near water. Like it does help with our frequencies to like, the earth helps us to reconnect. So that's why- I'm really lucky. You haven't been to my house, right? Yeah, you'll have to come up here. But I have a river in my backyard. Like it's oh, nice. in a suburb, but Green Bay's really cool where there's pockets of conservancy all over. Yeah. So like there's deer in my backyard coming out of the woods and the river every day. And like so I, I have like best of both worlds where yeah. I can be at Costco and Starbucks in five minutes, but I also am right off a trail with the woods. So it's like it's nice, but I go out there and I have a public trail running through my backyard. And yeah. during the summer, I'll just be out there laying in the grass, breathing, so I don't have a panic attack and pe- in a bikini top. And people are like, what the fuck is that girl doing? But I feel better. Yeah. So absolutely. I don't care. Fuck absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yep. I do I, I do. I still do my lesbian shit in the backyard. 
chopping wood. You chopping I wood. I do know, but I have no idea. Hauling some wood I around. I, <laughs> I would if I knew. No, I won't. My dad. Okay, wait. Yesterday, my dad and I were just talking about. I am, I've been on a real nervous thing about the geopolitical climate. I think I've told you. I don't know if I've told you, but so I get a little nervous. I just, I've always had a homesteader vibe. Like, I'd like to be more self-sufficient. It's what Jared and I were kind of going that way when we split up. Yeah. So I was just talking to him. I'm a little nervous. And I just was like, I want everyone right now to just give in what, like, China has access to and stuff. Just have a plan for if the power goes out, right? Like, just have a plan. Like, if it, if, if the power grid blew today, I mean, you don't have to. Hopefully it never happens, Trisha. But if it did, where would you go? Who would you check? Like, I don't know. So I was talking to my dad, and he goes, well, we have the gen, you know, we're good here. He goes, I have the generator. And he was like, and I have so many guns. And he starts laughing. And, you know, they can't. What's he running the generator on? Does he have a limited supply of gas or what? I don't know. I have, that's a great. I wouldn't know the answer to that. <laughs> okay. I just carry on. It tests. It kicks in every Sunday to <laughs> make sure that it's where. And it's and really loud. Kidding. It's right outside the dining room, and we'll be eating Sunday dinner, and it kicks on. I'm like, Dad, why did you put that right fucking there? Like, but anyway. So, because it's my dad. Um. Okay. So he's like, I have so many guns, and he was laughing, and I'm like, Oh yeah, Dad, I know. And then he's like, And we got a whole freezer full of beef and Joel cans, and I'm like, I know. But the thing is, I think I would not be able to go through Milwaukee to get to you. So he goes, No, you'd have to stay there someone will take care of you and I was like and I don't have any guns he goes you're not allowed to you can't have guns and I go what and he's like I never really told you this but the reason I didn't let you hunt and your brother did is because you just it's so unsafe Angela and he, I was like because you know how clumsy I am and how like ah. yeah yeah you don't need a rifle no that's exactly he was like and I go yeah is that why I've never learned he's like no someone else will take care it's fine yeah. you'll you're fine you'll bring your you'll bring the healing energy that will be yeah. what you bring to everybody as when shit's all on fire you're gonna be oh. like come on in let me give you yeah. a shot <laughs> yeah I'll do shamanic healing and I can and I know how to I know how to cook from scratch and grow everything and yeah, make, that's like, gonna be your role I can make anything from scratch I just yeah. I'm not someone else will keep me safe so that yeah, I can help absolutely. them but I know I was just like my dad I never heard him say that before I like, thought he thanks, thought it was dad. this like I can do anything no. type of girl and he was like no I've seen you with a rifle have you shot whatever. a gun before yeah so and that's what he was saying he go so he has land in Mostyn and he used to take us on the yeah. week on his weekend 69 yes it is exit 69 <laughs> oh my god I have Mostyn stories so in his weekends when I was like 13 14 15 we would have to go get his deer stands ready uh-huh. and so he let me the one time he let both of us shoot his rifle and I remember thinking I did such a good job and like but I never shot one again and he never brought me back and I thought it was so weird no he was like you're so arrogant and you don't pay attention yeah yeah you can't have a gun uh-huh so i was like i know but what if i took a safety class he goes no i'm gonna make you take hunter safety when radley does because you just need to know what he's doing but no 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 we're not you wouldn't go is rad gonna hunt i am gonna make him learn so we kind of have a deal i told radley i don't I think Radley's more Radley's more of an indoor cat. Like he and he loves animals. I think he's more like me that he'll probably want to do more with healing than but I yeah. said, buddy, it's you're gonna be a man and it's a life skill and I'm not I don't I'm not trying to be like that, but for me personally, I just feel like yeah. it's a tr- traditional life skill and I regardless of right, wrong or different, I am kind of traditional about people learning stuff and yeah. and you're my son and someone has to be able to protect me and his dad can't own firearms and doesn't hunt. So and he's like, yeah, I'm like, you know, I think middle school, they have archery program up here. I think you'll like that more than the gun site. He's like, no, I'm into guns. So my dad's been teaching him how to shoot. 
but um yeah like so we'll see is what i say but i Just i think because you have guns doesn't mean you're gonna be protected right like exactly that's why i'm not allowed to have them because i know would... but even if rad like has one right? i know there's my little plug he's what i will <laughs> I grew say up with hunters like no, I'm i know big hunting family and i'm like i will not have guns in you don't have them in your house i you used to hunt. have some hunting rifles yeah nothing anymore Huh. Interesting. I'm not pro or anti. I know. That's why I'm like, I've had yeah, so right. much shit happen to me and I haven't died yet. Like, I'm not a big, I'm, I'm afraid of guns because my dad always taught me to be like, if you don't know how to use them, stay away from them. So I do. Yeah. But I am like, it's just living in Green Bay is so different, Trisha. Like the oh, culture absolutely. is so, I mean, well, you're from up north, you know. Uh, yeah. I mean, and my good friend lived there. She lived in De Pere. I'm and, in De Pere. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And she's just, you know, I hear all the stories, you know, and I'm just like, and it actually, she ended up leaving that area and moved back down here just for like a more like liberal vibe or just a more oh. like, it's pretty, it was just really intense for her and how she wanted yeah. to raise her family, you know? I think like, De Pere is more liberal, I would say. Like, it's interesting because, um, I don't know if it's always been like that, but like De Pere itself, um, but no, as a whole, most of the people are not. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. I think I just happen to find liberal pockets because all of my yeah. friends up here are into PR, but like, um, I think that's. Some of the even... NFL players have like talked out about that because they are forced to live there oh. when they're a Green Bay Packer. And it's yeah. like what it's like for them. And it's, you don't oh, yeah. say it a lot, but you can find some like, like, pe like players that are just like, um, get me out of. I will say the vernacular up here is like 30 years ago back in Milwaukee. Like some of the words people use on a regular basis. Oh, yeah um are like i have to tell my son like that's not something we can say anymore <laughs> like it's oh, not yeah. even racist stuff it's just like the things you wouldn't think of like it's crazy yeah. so it's it's different but i really dig the guys up here like i will only date guys that hunt and fish and <laughs> like everyone i my favorite boyfriend a man yeah, I'm really into it and like really tall and big and like like the one guy I was seeing last year was like six five and he would go to Alaska and hunt like I don't even remember what he got. A caribou and it looked little because he was such a fucking tall guy. Yeah. And then like the last guy drove up he was he fished he had a salmon charter boat and then he hunted everyday trisha like remember i was showing you like duck and then just geese i yeah. never knew people that just sat in a field like everything they ate they caught yeah it was like badass yeah and like he was telling me i heard the most long evolved stories about like what geese are like and when you skin them and how the meat that's tough you use for jalapeno poppers like <laughs> But people live, but I like it because they live off the land. And, like, yeah. I think that's why I like shamanism so much because it really is yeah. this, like, connection to the land and living off it. And I like the self-sufficiency. Yeah. And, like, all politics aside, I feel like that's the way people should just be going. Like, I would consider myself apolitical at this point because I'm just not a fan of either side anymore. But I think that I like the self-sufficiency that a lot of the people up here have. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And it's just part of who they are. There's been nothing else, you know, yes. like I, I grew up like we're hunting, we're fishing, we're doing all these things. And I look back and I'm just like looking at my mom and I'm like, does she know? And she does all this. And I'm like, yeah. does my mom know she's a feminist? <laughs> she does not. She would never say that, but I'm like, you're a badass mom. Like yeah. you're doing, you work, she worked in factories. Like she's out fishing and hunting and like, yes. 
And I'm just like, and but that's like the women of Northern Wisconsin, you know, and that's what yeah. I grew up with. So I'm like, wait, you know, you get away from that and you're like, people kind of think you're crazy. Like I get the Trish, you're so Wisconsin. And I'm like, You are. I know. Yes, and I know I get the opposite up here where people are like, You're so fancy. Like, I don't know how you will fit yeah. in with us. And I'm like, No, but my dad's like you guys. And yeah. they like don't believe me. I'm like, no, yeah. like I'm used to it. I'm just not right. As I also have my mom. Like, I am just very, I don't want to break a nail. I don't, yeah. I mean, I. You can be all those things, yeah. I am, because at the same time, my dad made me learn how to, like, change tires and do all that shit. Yeah. But I feel like it's hard. I don't know. Like, I sometimes feel like uh, the guys I like are don't actually, like, they probably want someone more down to earth. Like, I'm both so high maintenance, and I want such old school type guys yeah. as my partner that it's just kind of weird yeah and like honestly with the dating like you said and like everyone I met just like things not working out and stuff I feel like at this point I have so many red flags that I run away from that like I don't know I'm like will I really ever meet someone that I yeah. actually Maybe will you trust? Do need to try dating a woman just kidding <laughs> I wish I was into it I know Trisha, I don't like I wish oh I'm like literally better emotional connection you know I know, but I don't like it. I feel, and I feel like I don't because I am pretty, I feel like women are too needy and it's a whole, and I love them. I'm a girl's girl and like all my yeah. clients, 95% women, if not more. Yeah. Um. Like, but I, I want to hang out with the girls, uh, girls that like anything. They don't have to be girly girls. I just, I'm a yeah. girl's girl. Yeah. But I don't, I'm like, I like, I like big, ugly fucking guys. Like I am straight. <laughs> Get it. Well, you're living in the right place for that. I know, and I always like like the most alpha, like burly. Yeah, I love I it. Am. I'm never leaving up here, or I'll I go. I want. I want to move. I want to live in either Door County or the UP. That's my dream. Oh and God, I want, yeah. I love someone, it up there. I want to meet someone with ancestral land that's been in their family like generations, yeah. and I want to homestead on it. That's I love all it. I want. I would love to be up there too, but not single and alone, <laughs> like. That's where I'm like, I mean, I yeah. would want to share that with somebody for sure. Yes. That's and where that's I'm at right now anyway. Same. I don't want to chop wood by myself. Yeah. yeah. Or at all. I mean, I <laughs> do like chopping wood by myself. Um, but, and I'm getting in better shape so I can actually do it for longer now. But yeah. um, I, up there, the dating world is like, I mean, think about that. Like, you're going to be driving 1,500 miles every date to meet somebody. Like, if you're up in the UP, like, way up there. I know. That's, like, and my last boyfriend, we lived in Door County, and he just drove here for every day. But, because people are used to it. Yeah, just what you do. Yeah, I don't I'd, want that. I don't, I kind of do. I don't, well, I do and I don't. This is where I'm torn. I just want to cohabitate with someone. I want to just come home and have them be there, but I kind of want to live our own lives. Yeah, <laughs> like, I. that's essentially what my long-term relationship turned into, and I will never have that again. You don't want to do that again. I know. Yeah. I mean, I can look back. I see the faults. I see where I, you know, like I can, I can own up to it, but like, man, we were so independent and I had been so proud of that. And yeah. now I look back and I'm like, that was not okay. That was not good. Like, oh. like it, it got to the point where we were just kind of living, you know, with each other. Yeah. And it makes me sad now when I look back, but like, I'm like, yeah, nope. Do you feel differently about it or are you still as upset? Um, Because I don't think what you just said you didn't used to say. No, I didn't. I didn't. That yeah. took a long time. I mean, it took this whole time pretty much. But, like, yeah. um, it, the way that it ended. Yeah, the way she that went part, about it. 
that part still stings a bit. I was, but I think, um, but like I said, I definitely can look back and be like, oh, no, no, I'm not going to settle for anything less than, you know, my values and what's important to me now. Therapy, yay! <laughs> that makes sense. Well, and it's kind of sucks because that last relationship you had, even though it didn't work out, like that kind of was a picture of what you wanted though, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Opened it all up, you know, and I was like, there it is. It walked in my life really fast. And then that one also ended fast and out of the blue, but like, I'm, I'm still, you know, like the thing, like, let it, let it go, let it go, let them leave you, let them, yes. you know, like, just let them, let them do it. Like, well, what, and there's nothing else I can do, you know? And, yeah. and I, I hate that it was another lesson for me, yeah. you know, cause it hurt like hell, but, um, go through the processing and everything. And now I'm coming back through it and out on the other side, I'm like, okay, I'll be okay. Like, you know, like really truly being like, okay, there are probably some red flags there. We weren't really communicating that well, you know, and things like that. But like, I'm like, okay, I, I, I'm learning. I'm learning. <laughs> it's, I feel the same way though, about so that boyfriend I had like a year and a half ago, Derek, who, that was the one that I met, we met each other's kids really fast and we spent yeah. all our time. It was the one that was very similar, but yeah, it feels a little quicker. Um, but that was the hardest, I think it's, uh, the way I look at it now, and the same thing, I was already at a place of like, let it go. So I didn't fight him when he said he needed time or he, he wanted to just be friends. And I said, no, thank you. That's too confusing for me and my son, yeah. but I wish you the best. And he, he was upset about that, but whatever. Um, I just wasn't in a place. And yeah. so, but I think what's good about it is when you've had something, then you know what you want and you're like, yeah. okay, I found it once I can find it in infinite yeah. number of times because there's yeah. so many people on this planet and it's a, I believe it's a generous and loving universe. And so good things happen to good people. And like, if yeah. I found it once I can find it again and probably even better. So like, yeah. I do try to look at it that way, but yeah. some days I'm still just like, dude, he's a fucking asshole <laughs> because yeah. there's a human part of you that wants to be like, yeah. How do you not know? How did you not know this is right. what you could do when right. you were introducing me to your whole family? Like, I still get mad. And it's been right. a year and a half. And I right. don't want to be with him. Like, if he called me tomorrow, I don't think I could even be friends with him. Because Do you now think I sometimes, still... though, they didn't know at the time? You know what I mean? Like, maybe they just didn't know. And they weren't actually out to, like, stomp on your heart and all that. Yeah. I don't but believe that's anyone's... how I'm trying to look at it. Like, the last Yes. Like, I agree. Like, I have to take what she said for face value and I have to just be like that's why you know and I and know. it hurts and it doesn't make it better but I'm like I can't it was hurting me too much just to, to dissect it you know and oh I agree it doesn't and like I have people book tarot with me to dissect it and I'm like this is really unhealthy yeah. please don't yeah. do this but I'd rather have you do a shamanic healing so I can help you get over them you know but not yeah. but I mean I'll do I'll do either one but <laughs> I think you know I agree with you but there's still days that I'm just like yeah. Oh, God. I I think it's just because as a person, I usually know what I want and yeah. what I don't want. And yeah. I can't imagine. Yeah, being shitty. <laughs> I just can't imagine like. Yeah. I But I get it. I think some people are also just wishy-washy with what they want, too. Yeah. Well, it's scary. Everybody, right? I'm always like, well, they they react for a reason. What happened in their life? You know, like what happened when they're growing up? All that stuff. I feel like, I like I can look back. We've all been, well, been through enough therapy where you can be yeah. like, okay, these things happened in your life and this is why you're reacting the way you are. Like I did, yes, you know, and I'm like, well, 
Like, that's how I try and look at it. It's still, like you said, it still sucks some days and it's sad or there's memories or there's the shirt that was bought or this or yeah. that. And you're just like, uh, I have everything in like a cute little box. Cause I'm <laughs> yeah. like, I don't want to get rid of it, but I'm like, yeah. I can't look at it. I can't, yeah. you know, and it's so weird, but I'm like, I'm just going to put it in the box. I know it's, but that's, I think that's what it is. It's, it's like, I think because it's happened to me so many times now, and yeah. I'm not even counting all the people that I have like a talking phase with where they just ghost before I even meet them. And when I always know when somebody's too excited about me in the beginning, too, I'm like, oh, this is not gonna go. <laughs> like, God, that sucks. I know, but people are so excited. I don't know if this is for in the beginning with me, people are so excited about me and they think like they're just upset. And it's and guys get sexual really fast. And I don't know if the girls do it too, but like it's always like for me, like, oh, okay, now I know, like, I know I'm great. And yes, of course, I'm beautiful and I have huge boobs. Yeah. Like, thank you. But like, calm down. Act like you've grabbed them before. You're like, like, you don't even know that much yet. I am great, but you don't know how great. <laughs> like, I'm also clearly, like, ADHD and autistic neurodivergent as fuck. So wait till you find that part out. <laughs> One time there was a guy, my favorite, okay, wait, my favorite first date. Sorry, I've told this on the podcast before, but I have, this is my favorite story. So there's this guy, and, like, we... It, we just got along so good. We had so many things in common. We had a first date that I was not thinking I was going to even like him. So I think I, like, didn't even – I didn't wear any makeup. I just showed up, like, oh, okay, let's Love eat it. dinner. Love and then I, I ended up getting along with so well. You would like him. He was very salesy. Like, he was a sales guy, you know, so he's funny. And, um, and we just laughed so hard because he was just funny. And then we um, – okay, so second date, he traveled for work. He came back. He wanted a planet. It was a surprise. So he came and picked me up. He was from Appleton, and he drove me to a private beach he had, like, um, reserved in Door County, and he had charcuterie that he brought and champagne, and then we went to a nice Dang. dinner, and it was so good, and it was so good. And then, um, but he was saying before that second date, like, I just can't wait to meet the Angela, that the real Angela, not, like, the joking person I see on TikTok. And I was like, oh, this is not going to end well. Yeah, you're like, well... <laughs> <laughs> I hate to break it to you. This is all it is, is your mom jokes, and that's what she said, and a lot of burping. But, okay, so a couple things happened on the date. When we were at the beach part, I was in a cute little dress. He was upset that I was getting sand all over the blanket, and I was – because I, I'm just like – and then uh, we were drinking, and that's when I drank still. And so then I had to pee. So I went to go pee in the brush on the beach. I was wearing a dress. We're in Wisconsin, girls. <laughs> You're like, no problem. You're like, sweet. <laughs> and then I just kept saying, that's what she said, and laughing really hard. Oh, and then I snort when I laugh. Oh, and God. I think, but oh. we had, we had a lot He's of fun. Just like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, but by the end, we did not have another date after that. Like, by the end, he was just like, I, I had so much fun. We laughed so hard. But like, he yeah. was like, He's it's like, a no nope. for me. <laughs> yeah. He's like, but that, but that, I think it's a good example of being yourself on a date because that's who I am. I'm always gonna yeah. pee yep. in, the, in outside if I've drank too much, or maybe if I don't. Yeah. I don't that's care. That's the easiest thing to do. You know what I mean? And it's like the way that I'm like, okay, how if I start getting nervous, I'm like, I'm just gonna show up as me. You know? Uh, yeah, and, because you're lovey. And think about all the people that love us just for being yeah, who we are. We're amazing. Exactly. So, I mean, like, I think there's a lid for every pot and you find your people and like, it yeah. just, I don't think we should have to try that hard, but yeah. Well, I, I haven't had as many tries as you, like, I'm like new into this, like I've been on a few dates, you know, but like, I'm just dipping into this new world and 
Like, I want to have fun with it, but I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know. Well, the first thing that I should note is right after my divorce, I did have a live wrong style hoe phase for three months. Yeah, girl. No, because (laughs) let me tell you, well, this is what I did. It was worse than the live. I doubled my body count. And so I went... I didn't sleep with anyone but Jared for 13 yeah, years. And then, like, and then, okay, so it was three month period. Oh, girl. During COVID quarantine, Trisha. <laughs> and I, I dated a lot of people, and I slept with literally 15 people in three months during quor- quarantine. Because I hope this, you were being safe. Oh <laughs> uh, no, and I wasn't. At all. I don't know. I am God's you chosen know better. one. I you didn't know get, better. I didn't get any STDs or COVID. Thank you, God. But I'm God's chosen person. I know. Were you it testing was... yourself for COVID like every couple days? Yeah, you probably had COVID. You probably were giving it to everybody. Yeah. I wasn't okay. sick. No, we got tested a lot back then, I think, though, okay. because I don't oh, remember. God. Okay, I know. well. You, I hope you've forgiven yourself for that. I have. I have. It's just kind of funny now. It's anecdotal because it we lived through it. Nobody died because of me, I don't think. I mean, maybe. We don't yeah. know. Yeah. Okay. Well, so. <laughs> well, I'm not wanna... there in my first three months. You know, I'm not Go there. Good. Like, I am, um, like, just, like, hey, dinner, drinks, and then it ends. I don't know what I was thinking. And so, well, here's how it got me because I am just very – naive when it comes to what I believe everything people tell me I really do and until now I have my cues of like oh you have to remember that's not real but so um I'm working on that that's what I'm working on now but so the, the the problem about going on dating apps during quarantine is guys up here especially so the everyone would say well let's just have a date at our house because it's safe we'll get takeout because of covid they, yeah, I swear to God. And I go, yeah, I'm so glad you're, you're being like, safe. Of course, of Thank course. you. Thank you for being conscientious and Little caring about people. What a good person. And then come to find out later, no, they were like at the bar every day. Like people up here acted like nothing was oh, yeah. happening. Absolutely. And just kept going. And yeah. they were like, they were not politically or socially like on the side yeah. of being careful. They were just saying that to get girls to, because once <laughs> you get me in your house and you've fed me, it's very easy to sleep with me. So no. Well, there's the bed. Yeah, I so mean, it's, it's kind of genius, but yeah, it is. I'm like, way to way to take advantage of the COVID, there, buddies. Oh my God, they all did. All of the emotionally unavailable guys. I just want to. I wonder if lesbians on the dating apps did that. No, and like, I don't know. I, I don't think know. I think they just moved in faster. They just move in faster. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was, and then the other thing. Okay, so now I like once I realized that was happening, then I'm like, oh, if someone's not going to take me on a first date, no. Yeah. But then I was realizing guys were just taking me out to dinner to sleep with me after. And then, and I was like, how dumb am I? Like, that you can tell me that you want a relationship. And then I'll go, oh, yeah, we're going to end up getting married next month. So I'll just sleep with you on the first date. Oh, yeah. No, Angela. No. How do they, how do they get you from dinner into their bed? Like, are you guys just hammered? Like, how do you, like, go out on no. a first date? And then you're just like, well, should we go, uh take care of this or what like how- no I used to it used to be like guys who, okay well during my whole phase it was easy that there, because well we would be even the couple that I got drinks with I didn't care at that point I was just like let's just fucking 
ba- let's bag them and tag them and move along. Like, I did not care. I don't know what I was doing. And then, like, one day I was like, oh, my God, this is I'm traumatizing myself more. Like, this is yeah. awful. And it's very unsafe. And my therapist was really concerned. And I was like, well, yeah, okay. So, because I was telling her everything I was doing. Yeah. And she's like, Angela, this you. is. Yeah. I thought I was, like, empowered. Like, I thought I was, like, I'm using no. them. I wasn't. Wow. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So, no. So, then we'd go out on these first dates and everybody on a first date I'm telling you I don't know what it is about me but everybody on a first date is like oh my god you're my person that you're exactly what I've been looking for because I don't know I don't know why but it always happens and I'm like yeah great perfect because the only reason you got a date with me is because you checked all my boxes of the bare minimum for me so you always feel that way when you're out with these guys are you like yeah we'll see like do you I used to, I okay. used to, I used to yeah. believe them. And then I was like, oh, sweet. I just, I think I can get along with anyone. I think yeah. a sack of flour that told me I was pretty and paid yeah. my rent, I would be like, as long as they're not abusing me, like all my yep. other exes from the past. Yeah. I, I, I really am not. Yeah. So. I'm just, I really can't get along with anyone. Yeah. So I think that's part of it. So I'm like, oh, great. Well, they're not going to leave. And so I can just, and then, so after dinner, they're like, do you want to come back and sleep over? Like, I don't want this to end. You feel, it feels so right. I'll be like, yeah, I do. And then they're like, you're my person. And I'm like, oh my gosh, thank you. And then, so I used to like really buy into that. Um, and so, and then we date a couple weeks and then like, they would just be like, I'm not ready for this. And I was yeah. like, oh, okay. So that was confusing. And then I'm like, well, why wouldn't I have been sleeping with you if I, like, I knew I didn't want to. Yeah. So now I'm at a point where I have to have rules because yep. so first dates are always going to be a quick dinner. And then I'm going to leave right after and go home and mull it over and think about how I feel about the person. Yep. That's I have to force myself to at least have 24 hours to speak. And then. Um, for a while then I was being like, oh, okay. Then on the second date, if I do like them more, I'll, I'll probably end up sleeping with them. (laughs) But now even, I know, but now I'm like, no, like, because it just, I think the problem is, and I don't know if it's, it just, that's a great way to get to know people more once you're already like there. But if you do it too soon, I almost feel like that people don't see me as a person sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, I don't, wild. I don't know if that's just guys or if it's just people, but like, I, I think, I think there's like studies that prove that women bond through sex and men don't, right? Yeah. Like. Oh yeah. The emotional connection for sure. I do. But I do. I don't, yeah. I can't, I don't know how I ever, I think yeah. I was yeah. so disconnected from my feelings to be able to do yes. that. And so now that I know that I'm like, oh, anybody who's willing to do that really quickly is so disconnected from their emotions. Yeah. Like it's not fun anymore. Yeah. No, I can see that. I mean, I, like I said, I haven't dated men in a very long time. There is, like you said, the U-Haul thing with the ladies, you know, my, my last one, it was very fast. We talked about all the things long-term, you know, and it was like moving at, you know, very, very quickly. And then it just ended, you know, and it was just like, wait, wait, but I thought we had that emotional connection. I thought we had all this stuff and I'm great. I'm really fun. And I have like tons of friends like, yay, you're going to love being with me. This is amazing. And then it was like, nope, sorry, it's not working out for me, you know? And you're just like, wait, what, what, but. 
Well, what's weird is, remember that happened? You guys started dating around the same time as my friend Tim was dating that girl. Both of you were like, you're doing our weddings. And I was like, okay. And then all of you were working out. Even though I said to both you and Tim, like, yeah. slow your fucking yeah. rolls. And both of you were like, not going to do it. This is my person. And I was like, okay. But the same thing happened to him. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah. I've what my therapist taught me in this case is like, is you deserve you're worth getting to know i like when she yep. named it like that you're worth someone taking yep. their time and getting to know you yeah and anyone that's rushing it's just kind of like yeah but but like i think you and i are good people and we like rushing into things with people <laughs> yep <laughs> feels good let's go you know and that's where i need to be like wait 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 stick to my boundaries like because mm-hmm. i'm the giver, right? I'm always giving, I'm showing yeah. up for others, giving, you know, but then I'm like, wait, it's now time to kind of like you were saying, take my power back and be like, here are my, here are my things that I will not perceive, proceed unless this, 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 that. And I have to like figure out what that is and figure out how to do it, you know, because I'm an energy match. Like if it feels good, all of that stuff, I'm in it and I'll be like, who cares, you know, but I think I now after the last couple experiences, I think I'm going to be like, we can go slow, you know, like, why not? If it's well, gonna... I think that it depends on the person too. I don't know. I, I don't think, I think dating is a good practice though. That's where we practice it. And it's, if you look at it, like dating is just a practice and a fun way to experience people. Yeah. It's not as tedious, but I don't know. Like, would you have done it over with that girl that you said, no, no, thank you. I don't want to go slow. Y- yes. Oh, really? Yeah. But she, you said it felt like she didn't want anything serious and that's why she was doing it like yeah, she want she wanted to date right her life's kind of busy has kids wants to date and like just like live in the moment you know and it was very like um she had her shit together you know what i mean and it was just kind of like okay you know and i'm like yeah me too like just live in the moment you know <laughs> and then all of a sudden go have a great time get back home week goes by a couple texts chatting throughout the week everything's great and then i'm like can't do this but she was going to date other people or no? Uh, go on dates. Like, yes. And, uh, you yeah, know, like and I'm that. like, but that's but that... what this is, right? Dating. <sighs> like you said, like, this is what, like, I'm like, how, how does this work? I'm just okay. to go on a date. <laughs> but like, I think like, the two date. a week, two a week. <laughs> I think that is for people that don't know what they want yet. I yeah. know I was in a time where I wasn't sure what I wanted yet. Yeah. Okay. But now I can tell you, I know what I, I want. I want, I know exactly what I want. Yeah. And so yeah. if somebody doesn't want the same, like I want that, I want yeah. someone to do a homestead with me, honestly. Yeah. And so yeah. if you're not that person and you're not close with your family and you're not like, right. I just have like a list of things yeah. and you don't like dogs. That was the other thing. My oh, last, yeah. my last boyfriend, he out, out right off the bat. Bye. He thought that dogs should be like used for hunting or farming but not as pets and so Junie would come and sit on the couch next to him and snuggle him and he'd have his arm around her the whole time and I was like what the fuck is that though and he's like I'm not gonna be mean to her she's very sweet but I don't see the use for you know I know and it was like I don't think that's gonna no yeah I yeah I think the thing that scared me most about her was that she was very open with where she was at and I met her out and I'm like, Ooh, she's awesome. She's great. So you know what? I'm out. I'm leaving because oh. I'm going to get hurt because I'm not going to be able to, I'm going to fuck like I'm out. Like I already, if she's not there, I'm respecting that. I'm respecting yeah. her boundaries. And then I'm saying like, I can't 
do that because I really, I'm like, I immediately could see where it could head, you know? And I'm like, I'm going to get hurt. Mm. You're like, I'm out uh, and I don't want to do that again. But I don't think that's wrong because if you know that it's something you want and she's yeah. not sure about you, I think that's okay to say yep. goodbye. Yeah. And so I guess like, do I wish I could have like in hindsight, do I wish I could have chilled the fuck out and just been like, ah, you're free this week. And so am I sure let's go have fun. If that worked out in my life. But my, my other friend, Angela's like, Trisha, no, this is very bad. You cannot do that. <laughs> like, oh, I want to do it. I thought I could. Because what if we would have been good friends? That probably wouldn't have happened. You have enough friends. I know. Like, I think we're at points in life where Many. there's already enough friends that I, I don't get to. I haven't seen you in years. There's p- people I love that I don't see. Yeah, I don't need I any more friends. Like, I know. I know. And especially right. ones that, especially people that I'm romantically attracted yeah. to or physically or that you, attracted yeah, that to. that you want to bang. <laughs> yeah, no. Because then, honest, No. No, and I've I've got enough inconsistent guys in my block list. If I wanted someone, oh my god, my block list. I need to get one of those. (laughs) Well, because it's all the guys I've dated that just want what you're explaining. Yeah, and I literally two of them got their way around the block last week, and like, and then how do they get around the block? It's my so okay. One of them. I blocked him everywhere, but apparently I, I have a personal Insta that I never use, my LLP one that's private. You gotcha. Know? And he apparently was not blocked on there, and he friend requested me and then deleted it. And so I sent screenshots of it to him on there. I didn't unblock him anywhere else. So and you I engaged s- with him. Yeah, and I just said, explain. And he said... Let me read this because it's, oh, no, I deleted it. He was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I was cleaning through old conversations and I found the one of ours and I accidentally friend requested you. I don't really know how to use Insta. And then I deleted it because I panicked. But now that I've heard from you, I hope you're doing well. And I was like. You're like, bullshit. I didn't say anything. I didn't even respond. And then two days later, he messaged me on there again. And he's like, okay, well. So to back up, when we were dating, um, when he was convinced I was his person, um, he was like, oh, this is really weird. I don't believe any of the psychic stuff. But, you know, I've always had these deja vu dreams. He has premonition dreams. And it's happened. He goes, it happened my entire childhood. And then it stopped. And, like, uh, two months before I met you, it started happening again. So I was like, in my world, that's a sign. So I was like, ooh, you know. Uh, Anyway, so then he says, okay, well, now I had a dream that I ran into you last night. And it was nice to see you. And I just still didn't say anything because I'm like, okay. So then the other one pops up and he messages me on my hot girl healing Insta in the DMs, which I thought he was black there, but we were never connected on Insta, that one. And yeah. that one I had never met, but he had bailed on first dates with me literally seven oh times. Yeah. So literally. you're like, no. And so he's like, I'm sorry, come back. Cause that's what he always, you know? And then, so I was Ugh. like, Ugh. And I just was like, what do you want? And then he was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I just bailed on you and blah, blah, blah. I was in a really dark place and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, thank you. And then he's like, I'm sorry to bug you. I just wanted to say, like, you know. And then I was like, so I just didn't answer. And then, like, three days later, at, like, 11 p.m., you know, he texts me. He's like, hello. And so the next morning, I'm like, hello, hello, like, laughing because I'm like, what the fuck? And then he said, he's, like, just shooting the shit about my day. I'm like, okay, well. Again, I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm a relationship person. I'm not really sure why you're reaching out. And he was like, no, I do know that about you. I'm so sorry. I just want to apologize again. I'm like, okay, well, I wish you the best of luck in whatever you're looking for. And he's like, you know, and then I just like, he read it and he didn't answer. 
And then after an hour, I blocked him again on there, too. And I had to leave the whole thread. I'm like, oh. So then I'm like, well, if we're going to do this, I'll go back to the other combo with the other guy. And I was like, hey, I didn't answer right away because I really didn't know what to say. But, you know, I'm a relationship person, so I'm not really, you know. But I wish you the best of luck. And then he read it and didn't say anything for an hour. So I'm like, good. I also blocked and deleted him. So it's like, I think it's just, it's not from a place of ill will, but it's just like, these guys also want the casual thing where like, yeah, you're sexing or yeah, yeah, or you're hooking up or whatever. And it's, they're not bad people, but I know I don't want that. So like I naively, every time these people pop back up, I'm like, oh, they know I'm a relationship girl. So they're ready to give me what I want. They're, Let's yeah. go buy some chickens. Let's go look at land. Well, do it. Let's go do it. Get those seeds in the ground, you know? <laughs> let's get those fucking, let's can some berries. Um, Let's make some jam. But no, they, <laughs> they are not. And then I'm so surprised. And I'm like, so I've learned those people just need to stay on the block list because yeah. they will take out my life forever. And they waste yeah. time and, they, and yeah. energy. So I think you did the right thing. I don't. But I I might do. Be I'm just sad wrong. because I, I wish I could have been in that spot too. Cause I think we would have had fun, you know, and I've forgiven myself and all of that stuff. But I'm like, to your point, I, it wouldn't have worked. Cause I would have, I would have wanted more naturally, you know? Yeah. And if, if, if she wasn't cool, I think I would have been like, okay, fine. I would, wouldn't even got to that point. But like, I saw some things and I was like, oh, she's amazing, you know? And yeah. sure, it was a four hour date, you know, neither of us wanted it to end, but we did. We lived in separate cities and like, but I'm just like, nope, oh, you know. The other thing, though, is I always say, I was just telling my friend Savannah that I work with this today because she met a guy yesterday at the boat show. And she was saying, like, he is just the perfect vibe and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you don't know anyone yet. You And plus, like, we are the prize. We have these beautiful lives. That's the only reason we see it in other people. Yeah. And, yeah, people can have some cool attributes. But how many, especially from roller derby, how many people do we know that seemed really fucking cool that were actually not at all? You know right. what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. I think it's just, I really think, like, it's a numbers game. If you commit to what you want and you keep going yeah. through it, it, does, it won't take more than two years. But you find someone who has all the things you want you're attracted to and then also feels that way about you and can communicate and wants a partnership yes. and yes. those two things are communication like, man like like where you're at you know and when it doesn't feel right say it and don't yes. don't wait 15 years as example i know <laughs> just had to i had to i I know some people are too nice like they can't say anything mean to anyone yeah because there is a friendship and there's love there you know but it's just like uh but yeah it's like i said i could have said do you think will you ever do you think you'll ever be friends with her again on friendly terms i don't know and that's your main ex yeah that's progress you know because i still um you were really angry for a while, rightfully yeah. so, but I mean. Well, yeah, everything was flipped up, turned inside out. Yeah. <laughs> it it literally, it, I was so hurt by how it went down. Dog yeah. died. I mean, everything happened. And, and I just, and I couldn't, I just couldn't deal with it. I didn't deal with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, and now I'm like, could I be friends? Do I miss her? Absolutely. You know, would I ever be in a relationship? Hell no, absolutely not. Like yeah. I feel like I, um, but like, I, I don't know what that friendship would be like and what, yeah. like you were saying, like, I don't, I don't need that in my life. Yeah. It, yeah. It, like right now, like maybe, maybe later and down the road, um, you know, tons of mutual friends, you know, that part yeah. sucks, but like, 
Um, it just, I don't know. I don't even know how to answer it because of how I'm yeah. feeling right now. I'm still like, you know, hurt from how it all went down, but I'm also like getting to the point where I'm just like, Ooh, I got to find somebody that checks all my boxes. Yeah, you know what I mean? I know. So it's kind of like, Oh God. And I hate like holding on to, I don't want to hold on to any pain or grudges or any of that shit, but like, I guess, you know, I'm not going to be like, we're going to go out to lunch and let's catch up. No, And I think that's, yeah, that's a lot to ask. I think it's different for me and Jared because we have rad. So like we had to oh, yeah. co-parent, to. Yeah. but it's still yeah challenging. And it's like, I am very gra- grateful that I get to be close friends with him. I think he likes to be like, we're not best friends. Calm down. We're just co-parenting. And I'm like, no, yeah. you're still my best friend. Because it's hard for me. It's like. I feel like I have a really hard time letting go of anyone I've ever loved. Like, honestly, Jonathan being dead, and it sounds terrible, is the best thing that ever fucking happened to me because there's zero possibility I can ever talk to him again because I could never leave him alone. Like, Oh, that was rough. Yeah. Well, you know, I started – I kind of got back with him when Radley was little. Did I ever tell you this? Yeah, Yeah, you did. Bad. I know. I know. That's why I got back with Jared because I was like, I cannot do this. But um, I really have a hard time letting go of someone when I – like yeah. it doesn't register to me I, it's just so confusing so yeah. anyway but i think that's for me what's been like but yeah same thing with jared i don't ever like we don't go out to dinner we don't yeah um and like i would never want to be back in a relationship with him because it just didn't work but it's yeah. i think i do you ever are you do you, are you ever irritated that you've had this like healing journey and lessons instead of just things working out easy or no um, I, again, if you would have asked me this a few months ago, I'm like, fuck that. Fuck, yeah. I am healed. I know what I fucking want mother, you know, but now that I I'm living it and I'm feeling it, I'm like, like, I can see like, you know, how they're like attract what you, you know, what you breathe, you're going to attract. If you're positive, if yeah. you're happy, you're excited, you're going to attract that. Like I'm yeah. seeing that literally happen. Like I'm seeing people reach out to me, old friends that are like, yeah. I want to see you. Let's go hang out, you know, yeah. and just like, Hey, what's up? And I'm like, wait, I'm not like sad and crying and staying in the dark room for three months straight. Cause that yeah. happened, you know, like, I'm yeah. like, Oh my God, I'm getting out and I'm living and it feels good. And I'm doing all this and I'm feeling and like all of a sudden, like people are coming out of wherever and just being like, Hey, what's up? Let's do this. Let's go for a walk. You're yeah. down at the lake. I want to meet you at the lake or let's go here, you know, and they're, they're friends that I just haven't connected with in a while, you know, yeah. and I'm like, Oh, this is great. You know? So I'm just like putting myself out there, but not just when it comes to like dating, you know, like I'm like, yes. I'm going like meeting up with a friend I haven't talked to in five years. You know, I'm like, eh, it might be weird. I'm like, you know what? No, it's a, I like connection. I want, you know, I want to yeah. connect with people and I feel intensely. That's what made me so sad. You know, like, yeah. it's just like, I, but now I'm feeling all of this, like really good, like natural highs when I'm not like high or drunk, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, all those things that I needed, I needed those things to make me feel good. And now that I'm like, you know, not boozing as much and I'm just yeah. like, holy shit, like this is actually a really good feeling, you know? And it was a really long time that I felt like this. And now I'm like, I'm doing it. I'm doing it alone. I'm single. I'm, you know, doing all the things that I gave up before. I'm getting them back in my life. And like, I'm just yeah. like, Shit. So you get yeah you get used to it like you and I in our twenties even though we were doing unhealthy stuff we were both happy by ourselves you know like I yeah. mean like I think there was times and I liked living alone and I found yeah. that again where well, I'm like go oh, out no. and start shit we'd go out fuck with people do whatever the hell we wanted yeah it was wonderful it was great 
I'm gonna go home with them. No, nope, not you. Them. You know, just terrible. People. I know. I know. But like, and now, but we did that, and now we're like, okay. <laughs> Oh my God. We were wild. I try to think, I'm like, were we really? Was I always assumed everyone else was as wild as us, but they weren't. No, we were. No, no the, we were terrible. And like, I have like my friends that have kids our age, right? I mean, kind of younger, like late yeah. high school, but they're like terrified. I'm like, are they boozing at homecoming? What are they doing? You know, all this stuff. Yeah, are they sleeping yeah. around? And they're like, no, they no. don't drink. I'm like, you don't believe them. I'm like, they drink. And they're like, Trisha. They don't drink, you know, but I'm like, no, they were all terrible like us. And then I'm like, oh, man, they weren't. <laughs> Luke, Luke didn't in high arrested. school. No, like Luke didn't. He was so innocent in high school. And like he does now, but he's 22. Yeah. Like, and yeah. so it's so weird. Rad and it's both boys. You know, Jared's been sober. Oh, uh, five six years now been a while like he can't ever yeah. um we're both california sober so like yes to thc but yeah. no to everything yeah, else california off so the record so, um, <laughs> so i don't know so um yeah we but um so rad says he'll never drink in fact i fucked up the other day okay so i snuck out on the porch to smoke um a joint which is a which is illegal okay but anyway so i but i didn't this is just a story this is a hypothetical story yeah and hypothetically he is very nosy and busted me yeah and then was very concerned because he thought i was smoking cigarettes and um and then he, he was all and i had to explain like no 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 but and then so then he he told on me to jared <laughs> Oh, shit. No, Jared and I talk about everything. So Jared's like, so he told okay. me, and we're laughing. And he was yeah. like, he's like, I explain that it's something that you take for your PTSD. Because I do. Like, I do it at night. And it's, I mean, like, I'm not like, it's it helps with my PTSD and my ADHD. And I buy it legally. Like, I'm not, you know. So he's, bad. okay. I know. Bad. I know what it is. Hypothetically, this is bad. Okay, go on. I know. But so then he was so then the next day he was so worried and he goes because Radley's like 10 going on 25 and he was like so I'm really just scared that because you're smoking gun you're gonna start drinking again and I go I'm not smoking cigarettes I, I don't smoke cigarettes you haven't I quit like yeah. also six years ago like I don't and I'm not drinking it's a totally different thing and he's like well in in um the the whatever the equivalent of the, the dare program is that he just went through in fifth grade now yeah. he's like that it's a gateway to smoking smoking cigarettes hey, and drinking he took good notes and he goes i'm just never he goes well don't ever let me catch you again and i'm gonna be watching and i was like jesus christ <laughs> like he like came out by the woods like I love and it. then i know and i was like okay i won't ever do it again um hypothetically I, my, I caught my mom with cigarettes when i was younger she wasn't telling anybody that she was smoking and i got sad because i'm like my mom's smoking cigarettes she's gonna die now that's like, what he yes like i thought she was gonna die <laughs> And the one time he saw me sneak a vape, he was like, you're going to get addicted. I'm like, it's not nicotine. Not all yeah. vapes are nicotine. And like. Dude, he's on it, man. He's on it. He is on it. He's like the police. He's literally. And I, yeah. So that, I fucked up. I was like, uh, I told my dad and he was like, you kids, it's almost good to, for kids to know you're human and you're going to fuck up. Like, yeah. you're, whatever. You're not doing anything. You're always home with him. You're working all the time. And like. 
but yeah, like I have been taking it to help me regulate. It, I so my doctor used to have me taking Xanax three times a week at night before bed just to bring my nervous system down, and it mm-hmm. helped me. Just I slept yeah. better those three days, but then it helped me overall. But they don't really want you taking it that much anymore, yeah. and I don't like to either. But um, so legally in Michigan, you can buy the gummies, and like that's what I've been doing before bed. But then in a pinch, sometimes some other whatever. If you needed to hit now, you needed to hit now, Trisha. So yeah. anyway, he busted me. So I just have to be careful because he's ten yeah. and he knows. But yeah. um, but I don't drink, and like I'm not doing it to party. I'm literally doing it. Yeah. To regulate, yeah. And I do a lot of self-regulation without it, too. Yeah. But, like, it just I just think that's going to be a part of my mm-hmm. life now because it makes me, I don't know, yep. or maybe I'm just abusing drugs and I'm in denial about it. We don't know. We don't know. I will say my therapist knew about this and was on board. Yeah. Well, she, good. She said if anyone could benefit from this, it would yeah. be me. Yeah. I've been good. I mean, I, I shouldn't say good. I think everybody has to do what they need to do for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, but I've been like, I, I, with my journaling, like I, I always start it like, what are my, what are bad vibes and good vibes? Like what today made me feel awesome. What today made me feel bad. And every time yeah. I go out on the weekends and I drink the next day, I'm like bad. Vibes. Yes. I know. Terrible. And it's like this reoccurring thing. So I'm like, okay, yes. stop, stop boozing, you know? So now it's like, I used to go out and be like, oh yeah. 10 double vodka club sodas later you know now i'm like okay i'm not gonna have 10 they're gonna be singles and i'm gonna make sure that i i water and get myself out i've never done that in my life and now like i've been consistently doing it i'm going to the gym i'm doing all these things where i'm like oh okay i'm not on antidepressants right now i'm not eating edibles like i don't smoke i would never but like i'm like wait like i have this great feeling and i'm not i don't need any of that so and I'm like not even drinking coffee. Like I want to yeah. wake up feeling good. Yeah. Like that's a whole nother beast. Like, Aww. so I'm like at this point where I'm like, whoa, like I know like that I can do it, but I'm like, I'm scared that one day I'm going to just like burn and I'm going to fall off and then I'm going to be like, fuck it all. And that's, then what I, like, that's what I did. I know. You know I was like, sober, sober for like three years and I was doing yoga every day and yeah. I weighed like um, 70 pounds less than I do. And yeah, I was there. I was using essential oils in the morning to wake up instead oh, yeah. of. But yeah, I somehow fell off the wagon. I just yes. human. I think we go through seasons. And that's what I talk to therapy about. I'm like, listen, like I typically go big or go home. And I'm going big right now, right? I'm going big in every aspect of my life that I've never done before. It's new territory and it's fun and exciting. But I'm like, what is this going to burn, crash? Like it's coming, you know? But I'm like, no, it doesn't have to. Like I'm, the journaling has helped, honestly. Like I took list my core values five every day and then yeah. I have good, good, ba- good vibes bad vibes and there's like the good is always the same and then the bad yeah. I'm like okay you know you know what you need to do and have in your life to live like this all the time you know is that and, I was just talking to my clients about I have like a panda journal that makes you write that stuff down it's like the same I know but the alcohol I always feel like that the next day too it's the anxiety and it's because it's a depressant and it stays with me for like three days it's terrible it affects and I can't, your job, your work, like everything. I can't do any divination because I can't be impartial yeah. either. It's like, yeah. it's your just face such gets a... all swollen and shit. I'm like, ooh. It's I know. It's, it is weird. Okay. I have to look at your full chart astrology before we wrap up. Oh, good. Please do. So, where, you were born in Eau Claire, right? Yep. Okay. What's your birthday? July 18th, 1979. 
I knew the year because it's same as me. Oh, I sh- okay. Do you need to know the time I was born at? Yeah. 5.26 p.m. Have you, has anyone ever looked at this for you before? Is this like my moon rising and all that kind of shit? Yeah. Um, I tried to figure it out, but it was like, you know, fill out your email, send this in. I'm like, uh, whatever. Oh I have my, you to tell I me got that. You. Oh my God. Yeah. This makes so much sense. Okay. So, you know, you're a cancer son. That's your, your sun sign is just how you show up to people that yep. know you. Okay. I'm so a cancer. You, you're, a, you're a lover girl. You love love, but I knew you're going to have a whole bunch of fire in you and you do. So cancer is a water sign that's the emotional part about you that's your core but your moon sign is your emotional state the people that know you the most know this is how you are on your inside and you are a sag moon sagittarius moon so that matches my rising and that's why it's that's an uninhibited like freedom loving personality restless idealistic seeing the best side of everyone happy fun to be around impatient um but it's also like beautiful like that's why people are drawn to you because in your core the way i show up to strangers like i look like i'm really fun and really beautiful i'm not but you actually are (laughs) and you're sad rising i am fun fun. you are fun you and i are both you're so you're sad rising just like me that's why we were a duo in our 20s that's why we would put on there's going to be a heartbreak tonight and there was (laughs) because sad risings most celebrities are sad sad risings like we just draw in people and they want to be around us because we look so fun the thing is, my moon is Aquarius moon, so I look fun, but I am not. I am. I like to be home snuggling a dog, eating a gummy in front of a fire, yeah, researching my garden, right? But you are fun. Like, okay, out, let's go. Yeah, you actually are. And then your Mars is in Taurus, so that's why you would have been really happy just being with like one partner forever. And you can also be kind of jealous, stubborn, or possessive sometimes. But money is a form of security, and having nice things is going to be just how you feel safe in life too. You like luxuries and stuff. Okay, your Mercury and Venus are in Leo, so that's more fire. So oh, man. <laughs> Venus and Leo. I don't want my name attached to Leo in any way. Why? What's Leo? Because they're scary. No, but you are Venus and Leo. So the way you show up in relationships is, oh, and your Venus is in eighth house. Okay, okay, okay. So the, the, this all explains a lot. This is why you're so proud. Your relationships are part of your identity. You're really proud of the way you love, and you're really loyal and affectionate. Absolutely. And that placement makes you, like, really caring and compassionate, but also between that, so between the Cancer Sun, the Sag Moon, and the Venus and Leo, that's why you're, like, Let's do this. Let's fucking move fast. Because you're just, you're a driver. And cardinal, car, cancer is water, but it's the cardinal sign of water. So it's like the leader out of the water. So it's all driving energies. and But in a really opulent way. Like, these are all really attractive signs too. Like cancer, Leo, Taurus. So th- you're always going to need things to look good, smell good. be Like, it's all a big deal. This is why you used to hose down the sidewalk when we lived <laughs> in that house you know because it needs to be a certain way but oh but so that leo is in your eighth house and eighth house is like um it's so it's it's like it's why you you value you feel such a connection between you and what you value and like it's almost spiritual for you your relationships your romantic relationships and the way you see um like your mentality is almost 
It's so like this says in here. It says Mercury in the eighth house represents a strong mental connection between your inner awareness and your own dark, hidden realms of being. It's basically explaining that you are going to need to go on this healing journey because of your relationships at some point. Like I would say, and you have passion in discovering the truth behind su surface appearances, and you're kind of intrigued by the mysteries that lie within you and others. So you're always going to get really deep in relationships like this. I think yeah. I, I, this is why I like astrology because it helps me to accept who I am and be like, oh, yeah. well, that's – and you can change. Your astrology is just the personality that you're born with, I think, with a full chart. Like, and I could go deeper and talk for three days about the placements, but, like, I think just seeing that is like, oh, I'm always going to love hard. I'm always going to want to yeah. move fast. I'm, that's yeah. who I am, yeah. and that's, like, an address on a map. But through perceptual shifts, you can change the way you look at that address. It doesn't yeah. have to be, your story doesn't have to define. Yeah. Well, it's like to be aware, right? Like, I do love hard. I do love hard. And I'm like, yeah. like you said, I'm like, let's go. Feels good. Let's, let's go, you know. But knowing, knowing that about me is like, it has a different kind of like, it sits with me different now, if that makes sense, where I'm just yeah. like, because I'm like, okay, you can still do all of those things, but it doesn't mean the U-Haul has to be pulled out right away. You know what I mean? <laughs> it does. I know. It doesn't. You have, oh my God. Okay, this makes so much sense. So then your north node, north node is in Libra. So I like looking at these because it looks at like, I know you don't believe in, um, in past lives, but if you did. Not until um, I have one. <laughs> you already had them. Okay, wait. <laughs> north node Aries. South node Libra, did I do that right? Wait, wait, wait. I always, North node is in Aries, so your South node is in Libra. So that means. Like nodes? We're talking nodes? N-O-D-E. Um, it's, okay, hold on, hold on. I'm getting all mixed up. Um, oh my God, sorry, one second. I see, I got, so wait, wait, what did I say? I said North Node, Aries, South Node, Libra. I have to look at my chart to remember the way this goes. So your North Node, uh, your North Node, Aries. Okay, so what's in your North Node is the kind of energy you're trying to learn from in this life. Yep. So if you found a partner with Aries energy in their chart, um, they'd be a leader they'd be really driven they'd be action 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 like my ex-husband is an aries like they just go 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 they're gonna build yeah. stuff that would be like your ideal partner somebody who's an aries sun moon rising or venus because they would just go 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 and they'd want to move at your pace and they'd be driven too but they wouldn't they wouldn't um fight they wouldn't like they wouldn't be competitive with you because aries I, it's just different fire energy versus your sag and leo I need some competitiveness. Well, it might be a little competitive. It depends on the other placements, too. But What's the worst one? Can you tell me the worst one that I should so, run from? For you, personally, anyone with heavy Libra places, placements, and I have them, but this is what I say. This is a great example of this because um, when you have – so your, your south node – is what you've already done in past lives it's what your soul has already experienced so you're already really good at balance and beauty and relationships with people so you don't need to learn how to how to do and get along with others anymore in this life you need to learn how to drive and put yourself first like an aries would teach you okay. so 
like people like me, I always say whatever's in your south node, those people are there going to be there for a good time, not a long time. And that's why like you and I were best friends for a short period of time and then our lives change and move on. And we'll always be close yeah. even if we don't see each other. Yeah. But it doesn't mean it doesn't mean it's going to have some follow-up, but it's like but I'm like that with Pisces placements. So I know they're just going to, you know, they'll go eventually. So yeah. if you start dating anyone who has heavy leave replacements, you'll know, like, this will be a fun, that's a fun person to have a fling with because it's not going to work out anyway. <laughs> but in a way that you can be like, I know this is not going to work out and I can yeah. have my fun. And so, like, when I see people with Pisces placements, that's I'm like, fuck it, we ball. Let's have fun. Let's fall in love for a month. And But I know it's not going to be it, so it's easier. Yeah. Yeah. That's my advice moving forward because I found that helps me. I still break my own rules and then. All right, Aries, let's go, Aries. We need to find someone with Aries, sun, moon, rising, and they won't know their full chart usually. Maybe some girls will. I'm going to (laughs) ask. You can. So I ask for all of you can text me someone's details anytime day or night and i will just pull yes. it so you don't need um, them to do it i will do it i because i do it on live for 10 bucks but for you free but oh, <laughs> bam bam i'll be like trisha years no, years kidding. back i know but um no but it's like it just i don't know i i know it's part of the control freak stuff but i it helps me to know what i'm getting into a little yeah. bit more hey it's, i'm open to it i mean i what 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 do we have to lose here, right? In this thing called life, like bring okay. it, bring it, come at oh, me. But that's what I was gonna tell you. Every guy in the first like twenty four hours of meeting with me, they would give me any information. So I always ask randomly because like I could probably get their social security number and a hundred bucks if I needed to. But I just want to know their astrology. I'm like I'm into astrology, and I know you probably don't think it's real. Otherwise, I wouldn't be attracted to you. But can I have your birth time? And they're like, okay. They're like, sure. Has anybody like like just fucking was like peace out? This you're you're too much. I like what you know what you're into. I'm not. And are they just like out? Has that happened yet? Um, uh, I think so, but they don't say it. You know, because <laughs> when it's early, not at that phase, they'll be like they're still yeah. Once they yeah. see what it's really about and how it is a part of you and you know everything, they're like, oh no. I think okay. I've definitely been broken up with because people thought tarot. Well, the Catholic Church thinks that tarot opens portals mm-hmm. to call possessions into people. Well, they think a lot about a lot. Uh-huh. And so I've definitely dated some guys that were hardcore Catholic that were a little, that just thought our values probably weren't going to be a good mix. And I was like, okay. Yeah. And I've I've been in just the people that, okay, this is who, who deletes me right away. People who are atheists. Oh. And I love talking to them because it's such a cool perspective and i was atheist for like 12 years yeah. so i'm always like why yeah, that... why are they so peace out do you think because my spirituality isn't i mean and i am christian but i label it usually on dating apps as spiritual because shamanism isn't like yeah it's it's your life like i wake up and pray and give offering outside in the river and i talk to animals and i and like you know i'm shaking a fucking rattle around like clearing energy i love when I, you get that rattle out man <laughs> i fucking love it I'm i've like, got there my, it i've got a fucking feather i've always got like crystals i'm picking up feathers spray, i've got right spray. yeah I've got Florida water here. Yeah, I've got, I've got a fucking Jesus candle and my guardian angel. Like, I, 
I do. And so I think, like, I'm doing sh- I'm doing offering. I'm going down the river. I'm giving offering to the land. I'm talking to the land. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm so, and then there's some things like the meaning of life and stuff that people are like, well, who's to say? I'm like, well, I know the answer because Shaman Abu is on the answer. So it's like, it's just some stuff like that is, it's hard for me to shut off because it's such a part of me. Yeah. And I'm such a literal thinker being like somewhat neurodivergent that, um, Okay, not somewhat, but that I don't know enough to, like, hide it. And why would I? Yeah. So I think it's just a lot for some people. And, like, guys that I date that hunt, I'm always like, hey, can you save me all the fat from the deer? Because when you render the tallow, it actually makes a really good salve that it not only clears energy, but it's really good for muscles, Trisha. It's, like, icy hot. I mean, hey, And it. my shaman teacher taught me how to do it. And bear fat, too. And so, and, like... Yeah. That and like I'm always asking for like deer sheds or because I have them you all. Ever in my like office. cook it up with a little butter or anything? No, I don't eat it. But oh. it's a it's topical. I use it for topical. It's okay. really good for muscles. Like it literally works like icy hot. Yeah. And if you and then also I have raw fed my dog at one point in time. So like I believe in using every part of the animal. So I'm like, can you save the leg tendons from the deer so I can dry them out? Because Junie loves them and the yeah. leg bones. Oh. oh my God, they're her my, favorite. My brother-in-law goes pheasant hunting, and I he dehydrates the feet, and I yeah. give them to my dog. Yes, yeah. Oh my God, a raw. I mean, you can uh. buy those fetch in the pet store. Like you're just getting. I it do. Right from the right I know. From the dealer. <laughs> I used to, and like so, like one of my employees, every time she did her chickens, she'd give me all the bones. So I like Junie would eat. I used to raw feed, so I would source from wherever, and I measure oh, it all yeah. out. And I know. So I um. That. But so anyway, like, yeah, I'm like asking for animal parts and like, it's a, and that, it's a lot. It is a lot. And what it's you, wonderful. Do you, right? We all, I mean, it, like, who can do this shit? Or the guy that had the, the salmon fishing charter. I'm like, oh my God, when you get the, there's a part of the season when the salmon are all white and they don't taste good to humans, but there's nothing wrong with this. I don't remember technically why the reason. It's something about spawning or something, but they turn okay. white. Yeah, I their, don't meat, know. their meat is white. It's for like a two-week period. Huh. And so um, the it's you catch them and you don't want to do anything with them. So, But I'm like, if you ever get them, give them to me because Junie fucking – the dogs still love them. Yeah. yeah and he was like, so I think it's like those kind of things that I ask for that are off-putting more than – maybe maybe and i'm like let's pray over it so tim so my my friend tim who's not my friend anymore the one formerly known as my twin flame that started this whole thing right but so he has land um up here like 80 acres of prime hunting land that's his land and i always wanted to go there and he never took me and then finally he started taking me there and he's like why do you want to be here and i was like can we go hike it And he's like no because it's swampy and you need waders and he's like i'm not fucking dealing with you and i'm like why he's like because you're gonna have to go to the bathroom it's gonna be a whole fucking thing with waders and i was like and he's like no and he goes what do you want to do out there so bad i'm like wait are you saying if i got my pick of what we could do in the woods your 80 acres what i would do and he's like yes i'm like you really ready to hear this he's like fuck what how weird is it how weird is it gonna be and i was like i would find the biggest tree on the whole property and that's called the grandfather tree and then i would pray around it for a while and i would hug it and then i put offering underneath its roots and talk to it and he was like no let's go home we're you're out of here no and I was like, if I came hunting with you, I'd make you pray over the animals. He's like, and that's why. No. Yeah, you're like, no. I'm no. like, you have to thank the earth for giving you the deer. You know what some deer hunters do, like, after they get a deer? Where they Tell me. They cut off the nuts, and then they throw it up and hang it over the tree branch. Oh, I didn't like, hear that. 
I've heard. Beer. What do you got? <laughs> I've heard a lot of stories. So once I started saying this, he said, yeah, there's a lot of my buddies. Everyone's got different things. Like they take blood and put on their face or they. Jesus. They, a lot of different guys have different yeah. traditions. Um, Tim's thing, or they eat that, they take a bite of the, out of the heart. I, I like, do they? I, I haven't yeah. heard that one. I actually saw when I was driving, you know, how like the dudes in the pickup trucks that have the like brass balls hanging. I hate those. deer hunting season. Yeah. And they put the deer nuts over their hitch. <gasps> and so it's like hairy and like hanging from the hitch. And I'm like, oh my God, it was, it was the real deal. There it was. That's also, that's so gross. But also I want to date those people. I have, oh, okay. Okay. That's, that's an interesting one. I have a picture after this. I'll send it to you. So you um, can, I probably have his license plate in the picture. So you could probably track him down. I used to procure goat testicles for Junie. Shut she the loves fuck them. Up. She, um, yeah, she loves goat testicles. Wow. Uh, Harry. Uh, I swear to God, she, I raw fed her, like, this trainer taught me how to raw feed, like, when sourcing, and the, the shit I've seen her, when she was a fucking seven-week-old puppy, we went to the trainer's house, and she put a fucking Cornish hen down, and a Junie, her little seven-week, she just fucking ate it. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen. She's insane. Wow. Okay. Like, how do they know to do that? They It's in their... I don't know. She's, don't like, know. cracking on the I don't bones. want to see it. Yeah. You get used to it, but it was, it's off-putting. So yeah. I don't want to feed her anymore because it got, it was too weird for people. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I've known you a while and I'm, I'm kind of like, holy fuck, Ange. <laughs> you should have seen the day I would meal prep all of her and weigh it out for a month. I would get all my stuff. Yeah. And then I would, and so you have to have like a certain percentage of organ meat and a certain percentage of yeah. meat and then bone. Yeah. I had to weigh it all out. Are you sure this isn't fucking with Rad? <laughs> he might have saw you out on the deck, but maybe you gotta worry about what's going on in the kitchen. Well, we're not doing that anymore, but yeah, he thinks, yeah, I know. I just am like, that's why I wanna be like a living off the land homesteader. Like, I'll stop getting my nails done. I can still get lashes done and live on a homestead. Savannah will come anywhere to do my lashes. Shit. I love it. <laughs> I know, not much change. I mean, like, is it really? So there's this, like, I was telling Beth, there's this, like, there was this TikToker that was doing, like, the, um, like, different phases of the manic pixie dream girl trope through life. Have you heard about this before? No. So if you'll have to Google manic pixie dream girl trope when you get off, it's, yeah, Google it right now and tell me what it says. I'm basically, just writing it down. I'll do it it's, later. It's basically me. And oh it's all of us are like neurodivergent and we look really fun and ethereal and wear pink and whatever, all the stuff. But then we're actually really weird. And it's this bit about how we change through age. And it was like at this point, they were like, you could go two routes, but one of them is going to be like um, someone that starts a cult and the other one will be like someone that becomes spiritual and becomes a psychic and You're begins like, a follow. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. and then, but it like ended with like, you can be like the old witch of the woods or like a wood, a witch, a witch hag in your old age. Or you could be one of the ladies that runs around with like a big old, um, like burgundy velvet cape. I could see me doing that in old I age. I could see you doing that and, I, and this, yeah. I'd sure. like to be the homesteady one with killing chickens. Yeah. And, like, I saw you in a really big sweatshirt hoodie the other. <laughs> that killed me. That fucking killed me. I was like, oh my fucking God. It was fucking rolling and running around. Like, I was like, what? 
Where do you get that? <laughs> I got. I have, I, I have two. <laughs> I have two. That one was from a website I believe was called Bigums. <laughs> so I found like they make. Okay, first of all, my real true size. I am plus size, but I'm a 2X, right? I'm a 2X girl. I found websites that sell um, plus, but it's not called tall. It's like big and tall 9X hoodies. That's what it is. It's a 9X big and tall. So it's like down to my knees and I can just, and I can shimmy down on the ground and my whole body's in it. And then I just look, I just love it. I feel so... I love I have, that you love it. It was, I loved it too. It's like I a snuggie. That. I know. Yeah. Well, so the first one I got was tie dye. My mom, I asked for it for Christmas and she gave it to me for Christmas a year ago. And we were at my brother's house and he was like, what the fuck? I was so excited. I thought, I mean, she got me some expensive things, but that I was like, and then I put it on and I was like, just in it in a ball. And my sister-in-law was like, that is so you. And then this one I bought on my own because it was in my Facebook feed. This There's like this. It was I can't find it now. Bigums or something like that. But it was like um, matching. I think, you know how like there's some people that wear like the fancy sweatsuit um, sets with like flashy prints with like sweatshirts and the pants. Yeah, I love it. It was made for like big and tall couples to wear matching sets. I love it. The loud prints because they had like a whole bunch of stuff. I love and yeah, it. I got that one with the with the tie dye hearts, right? And the leopard. Yep. It was amazing. I was I'm dying. In. This is who I am. I know, and I love it. It was amazing. So I think those oversized hoodies also lose me some men. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. But it could be like it could draw some in with the mystery of what's going on under there, you know? Like I mean Oh, also, I have, I did, my therapist a year ago made me change all my dating fo- profile pictures because I am, like, always at the pool, so I had a whole bunch of bikini pictures. Yeah. And then my therapist was like, no. And, like, she's like, show me, show me a picture. Hold on, I'm going to show you. She's oh, like, God. show me a picture of what you, like, what you're having on there. Because I was like, everyone's just talking about sexual things to me right away. Yeah, and they're like, why? And your boobs are probably out, right? Well, yeah. I thought this was just a cute, it's a cute picture of me at the pool. Girl, girl. And she goes, Angela. Is that and she you? Goes, yes, that's me. It's not even a filter. Are you, it doesn't even look like your face. I don't think yes, that's it, you. Yeah. It's it my face. Well, I've gained like 30 pounds. It's literally no, not even filtered. Not it's, that. Okay. It's not even filtered. Okay, it's, but yeah, they're your boobs. They're your boobs. It's my face. It's all my eyebrows. It's everything. Well, then just show your face. Okay, well, anyways, what she said is, Angela, she goes, can I speak frank? And she was like a six-year-old woman. She's like, if I were a man, I was looking at that. The first thing I would think is, I want to stick my dick in between her boobs. <laughs> and I was like, what? Why would you even think that? And she's like, come on. Is, come she goes, on. that's what she said. No, I really thought it was just what? a cute picture of me. Yeah, no. Get get some pictures of you out in the wild, hugging a tree or something. Get some of those on there. Speaking of the topic, though, I've never spent more than probably a minute on any of my dating profiles. Like, you would tear it apart if you saw what... Because I'm like, I don't care. Like, it doesn't matter. I, yeah, I don't even say anything really of like, oh, you're supposed to be like, what do you do? Like, I'm not like, I'm a volleyball coach. I do w- this weird rowing. I knit... Ha- like, I'm not saying any of this shit. Like, I'm just like, eh, I like sports. 
I just write five two and curvy AF. Yeah. I don't want I don't want to spend any time on it. Like like but you're well, only judging off of what they look like. <laughs> so it's like you're just like, nope, don't you know, like I'm like maybe I, I need to put more energy into this. But like I don't know. And wanna... vibes. <laughs> you're you're going off energy and vibes and also hotness. But sometimes vibes. Yeah. No? Yeah. This is what I do for swiping. Would I fuck them? Yes or no? That's, I mean, that's all... what everybody is looking at. Are yeah. you attracted based on, the, and it's like, you just start going so fast. You're like, oh shit, I probably should have looked at that one too back, but it's too late now. And you're just <laughs> rifling through and you're just like, this is stupid. Why I'm just sitting here swiping left, left. Now that I understand I that left is bad and right is good for yes. a while. My first time I was just putting everybody to the right I didn't I just thought I was like next picture next picture and then all of a sudden it was very bad but I learned very fast (laughs) but it yeah I just I just feel like I'm just putting everybody in the trash now and I'm like well this isn't what I'm here for but I like that's why I deleted them because I was like yeah that and guys just like send me pictures of their dicks all the time even when I'm wearing pictures where I'm respectable or videos of them jerking off to me. Oh God. Isn't that illegal or something? Like, no, I don't look at my DMS on snap or Insta unless someone's in the room with me because like I check through them to make sure they're not actual business leads. But I, the other day I was two of the girls in the spot. Yeah. Two of the girls in the spot. I was like, so I go into my snap replies to my story. Cause I'll post snap stories. Like, Hey, I have openings today. If anyone. So I yeah. saw there was like a guy, there's always a guy like, and there's a guy that kept saying, want to fuck, want to fuck, want to fuck. And then like, I was like, so weird. And then there was a video and I said to Corey, it's going to be him jerking off to me. And he was, she goes, why would it be that Corey's 22? Her and Savvy were like, well, no one's ever done that. I'm like, this happens to me once a week. I swear to God, people I don't know. And they were like, no way. So I open it and it was, and we were both like, oh. <laughs> God, you, why are you sure is it like do you think it's of them or do you think it's a video that don't pull anything up I thought I'm like um do you think it's just of a video that's online <laughs> that don't I'm no a, I'm not gonna show you dicks I won't but puke. I'm not showing you dicks but I'm just showing you some of the replies that are just like hey 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 oh, oh God. yeah oh like okay like this guy I don't know him but he replied to my story and he's just like hey how you doing hi hi like he just like and hard eyes and then and you like, showed him a selfie no i didn't show him a selfie he replied to my public oh story. yeah yeah yeah. okay got it because I, like, I did this story that i got fresh last do you follow film. your own do you follow your own um advice don't fucking text them or what i don't talk to anyone yeah i do follow my okay. own advice making sure no but they so they just reply and that no i don't there is i there's one ex-boyfriend that I wish would change his mind and come running back. But other than that, like, but I would never reach out. Yeah, no way. Because there's an infinite number of people. We have an infinite number of soul ties. So how do you meet people if you're not on the apps? I don't know. Just they're all through your, all through your site. Cause you've got tons of followers. You throw yourself out there. Some people find Oh, you. no, I don't meet anyone through followers. I so, mean, I get replies. I get replies to Instas and snaps all the time, but those guys are gross. Like I don't want anything to do with them. Yeah. But no, I, the boyfriends I've had, I all met on Bumble. Okay. One was on Tinder. Oh, my God. The one I found a boyfriend on Tinder when – this was two years ago. I was um, I was doing, like, a Tinder for material, for content. So I made a profile, and in my bio I wrote, 
I'm like a mosquito, except for I stop sucking when you slap me. Oh, wow. Okay. Or something like that's, that. That's smooth. That's smooth. I see where you're going. I got there. it off somewhere. It's something about a mosquito and I don't stop sucking when you slap me. I don't know. I'm like a mosquito, but I don't stop sucking when you dead. slap me. Because you're dead? One but I keep sucking, even if you slap me, was basically what it said. So I, I got this really, really nice boyfriend off of that one. And then like two weeks in, we were at his house and I was like, wait a minute. I just remembered that was on my profile and I was doing it for a bit. I go, what the fuck were you thinking? He goes, what do you think I was thinking? He was like, I was like, is this girl going to blow me and I get to slap her? I don't think I want to, but I want to. He was like, what do you mean? Of course I swiped on that. And I was like, ew. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's a, but he ended up. You might like, need to work on that opening line a little. Bit. I don't do that anymore. Okay. He's the one that broke up with me because our values were not in line. Okay. Well, because yeah. he was really Catholic. Yeah. But That's, he swiped on me when I said I would. He wanted, he wanted to just dive into the naughty world a little bit. More, well, and more guys Jesus were like, up. I know, Jesus. More guys were upset when they were like, wait, does that mean I get to slap you? And I'd be like, oh, no, why would you say that? And they were like, oh, I'm like, what, you wanted to slap me while I blew you? That's a thing. That's what you opened with. I thought it was funny. No, no, no. I'm glad that I'm glad we retired that one. But I blew up. That's when I was blowing up on TikTok because I would do that for the bit. And then I would post all these guys replies and people were just fucking dying when oh, I did God. that. Maybe that's what I got to do. Go on TikTok and just like open up with something wild and see what happens. That's what I do. The I'll ones be that... terrified. I'd be terrified. I want nothing to do that. I'm like barely like TikTok. I'm just like, mm-mm. I made a TikTok about how um, I accidentally masturbated to thinking about one of my exes. So I manifested him back on accident and it fucking blew up. And they always blew up for the most embarrassing shit. You masturbated on accident. Have you ever been in the middle of the deed and then you start thinking about a really good time with a former partner? I think we've all done that. Like when you're masturbating, you're talking mm-hmm. about. Oh, okay. If you have an orgasm while you're visualizing being with someone, you're literally calling them in. It's a spell. It's a spell. Well, yeah, and you're so, fantasizing about somebody. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. And if you do that, you're creating an ethereal connection. And so they're going to think about it. They're going to think about sleeping with you. And then sometimes they reach out, sometimes they don't. But I've done this with people where I'll be thinking about a specific scenario, like with a boyfriend. And then yeah. literally two days later, they'll be like, have you ever wanted to try? And they'll name it. And I'm like, it's fucking crazy. So, yeah, I accidentally... Okay, I that's I needed to understand how you accidentally were masturbating, but now it makes sense. You know when you're just fishing for material to get you over the edge so you go back to a highlight reel? Oh god, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Don't absolutely. Do that. I have my it, go-tos. I have my go-tos. I know. But like those are the people that are never gonna I feel like that you just draw them back in. You're keeping them in your energy when you do it. So yeah. that's why I'm like, I'd rather find porn and get off to a stranger than think about my ex again and have Yeah, don't out. want that one back. <laughs> Yeah, and now I'm, I'm going to think I'm, about this differently now. <laughs> now I have a porn addiction, so it's not. <laughs> I think everybody over the age of like 30 does. It's I think that's why half the guys are just happy being single now. Yeah. There's so much out. There's so much content out there. Whatever they want. Whatever any of us want. You can get it. Yes. That's what. Okay. That fun fact. I know I have to wrap up because I got to go to bed, but I have to tell you one more thing. Fun fact, one of my favorite questions to ask, this is probably also why dating, but once you get to know someone better is you ask what are the hashtags, your search words on porn sites. And then a week later you say, okay, 
now you have to tell me the real ones. Yeah, yeah. Because like everyone's, uh, everyone's got theirs that they'll share with people, and then everyone's got a couple that they're, they're going to take into the Let's fucking grave. And but, some they'll take to their grave. Let's be real. I know, but I want to know the ones that you're going to take to your fucking grave. Because that I've tells had this me. conversation, actually. Have you? A close friend, a derby girl, and we die. Cause, and we've told each other, and we're just like, but she's like, I don't like, she's the only person that we've ever like talked about it. And it's just like, well, really? Because the, the weirdest ones are literally, they're always, they're usually something we would never do. Yeah. Or maybe in an alternate universe yeah. where like the idea of it sounds hot, but you would be like, and but people are like mortified when they find out. Oh, it's good. my favorite don't Maybe use that's it a- with the dating app like you know you can pick like like two two truths and a lie <laughs> don't. your search your foreign search <laughs> one and there was one guy that was talking to that he he screwed up and put his height in as like under three foot like whatever the lowest <laughs> oh. one and then but he was hot anyway so I, he was a cop i swiped on him and then um he i was like are you really like, yeah. how tall are you really? And he's like, oh, I thought you had a thing for little people. And I was like, stop it. And he was oh, like, I, yeah. that's okay if that's what you're into. I'm not going to yeah, judge like, you. And I was like, shut up. He was yeah, joking. Don't fucking do that shit. I hate that shit. He was, I no, he was doing it because he wasn't six foot. He was 5'10". And a lot of us girls, I put my filters to six foot. I don't look at anyone under six foot. Really? Yeah, I don't date under six what foot. What if they're like 5'11 and a half and they put in 5'11"? You'll know. You'll feel it. No, shut I just don't. Uh, my last, my, you okay. are limiting yourself. I know I am, and I'm only five two. You know this, but my last boyfriend was six two. He was my shortest boyfriend. The one before that was six five. What's your be- age range? Um, you- <laughs> I, I like younger. Um, ideally like thirty to thirty eight. Oh, that's that's fine. I know. I'm I thought you were going to be like eighteen. <laughs> gross. No, because my because Luke is twenty two. My stepson, so that's gross. So I can't wow. go. And I found when you get lower than twenty seven or twenty eight, I think when you get under thirty, they don't know how to um, land you. They're not savvy enough to know how to actually get you in person. Yeah. Because they end up doing something weird or saying something weird because they're just a turkey. Yeah. Like, yeah, but young. they don't the, know. The 30-year-old one was probably, but my, no, my sweet spot, I think I've like 35-year-old guys since I was 16, and I probably always will. Yeah, all right. I don't, I have, I don't know why, but so, no, but, but, um, yeah, I don't think that I would want to put the porn thing in the profile, because that's just, that's I might as well lie. put the, I might as well put the mosquito, what would you put, like, to... Okay, out of these three porn tags, which ones are the two truths yeah, and Yeah, two lie? of these I always search. One of them I don't. <laughs> what would, okay, what would you put? <laughs> not sharing here. Not sharing here. Does Grandma, that mean... mom could be tuning in. I don't fucking <laughs> no, know. <laughs> I'd tell Kathy. She, I bet my mom does, wouldn't even know where to find porn. Yeah, you just could put porn in Google? Like, Does and, Is it that easy? I mean, a whole bunch of sites. I mean, from what I hear, a whole bunch of sites pop up. <laughs> I mean, we all got our sites. Like, I My ex-husband told me where to find it when we were dating, and that's how I know. I never went to a different one. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm Pornhub all the way. I'm X videos because what it used to be called. That was the one that Jared taught me to use. So Somebody, you yeah, with it. I did. And, well, if there's and, enough, you search, you get tons of, like, 
you don't need you don't need a different size. Somebody today was telling me something about like they believe that the mental state of a kid has to do with like the parents' intentions on the day of conception, like where their relationship oh, was Jesus at. Christ. And I was like, oh no. And they were like, what? I said, well, Jared and I used to booze so hard that we'd come home so fucking drunk from the bar that we'd have to watch porn to be able to finish. Yeah. And that's what Bradley got, I got pregnant on a porn night. Well, there you go. <laughs> no one, and I said, no Road wonder, no wonder he loves his screen time so oh, much. Oh God, shut up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right, well, I think that's where we close it, Trisha. All right, all right, that, that works. That I works. love you. Thank you for for talking with me and getting out of your bath early to, no. so I could go to bed at a respectable hour. Oh, no, thanks for chatting. You made me feel, you made me, you warmed my heart. So. Good. Yes, Good. I enjoy. enjoy I love you too. Enjoy your northern lights behind you. Okay, well. All right, goodbye. Bye.